94.9 The Rock, the beating heart of rock and roll. It's the All Night Show, starring me, Ed the Sock. Five, count them, five hours of talk, tunes, and tomfoolery. Hello! And now, from Studio One at 94.9 The Rock State-of-the-Art Broadcast Center, it's me, Ed the Sock. Hello to you out there, wherever my voice is reaching you. Welcome to the All-Star All-Night Show. I am Ed the Suck, and I'll be your host for the next five hours. But what I won't be is live. I am live Monday to Friday, midnight to 5 a.m., and I take calls that whole time. And some of the best of those calls are what we play during the All-Star All-Night Show. That's why we call it All-Star. What this means is, don't call me during this show. Call me Monday to Friday, midnight to 5 a.m. Last weekend, some doofus complained to me on Monday that he called 29 times on Sunday night to get through, even though the doofus works at the radio station and should know that I'm not live on Sundays. And doofus, if you're listening, you know who you are, and you know you're a doofus. As I said, the calls are entertaining, at least to me, and it makes it difficult for me to choose which ones to run. But sometimes it's very easy to choose which ones not to run, such as this very exciting phone call. 94.9 The Rock, The All Night Show, Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Hey, your phone is coming in and out. Who is this? It's Jay and Sean. There's just two of us hanging out by a fire tonight. Just listen to you guys. Where, where is this fire you're sitting around? It's out in uh, east of Bowmanville. East of Bowmanville. Uh, that's, that's kind of like Ontario's version of the south of France. East of Bowmanville. Yeah. yeah. It's very luxurious. So but nowhere. No, no, it's, it's but somewhere. It's, uh, <laughs> we know where Bowmanville is. It's on the map. So what's on your mind tonight, Jay and Sean? Just two guys hanging out by a fire. Uh, are you alone, just the two of you? Yeah, unfortunately. That's kind of pathetic. Why is that the case? Well, I don't know. There's no one else around. <laughs> did you invite anybody? Yeah, some people didn't show. My buddy got stuck in Mexico, and he's on his way back home, so. <laughs> when he got stuck in Mexico, does that involve a cavity search? I hope not. Oh, uh, He might have hoped so. And certainly a cavity search would probably perk up your party right now. Yeah, yeah, I would. Maybe you and you and Sean should give each other cavity searches, and then after that five minutes is over, you, you still got the rest of the evening. So you're just sitting there, <laughs> what, drinking beers? Just sitting just drinking there? Drinking beers, listening to tunes, burning sh- Oh, burning shit. Okay, that's always, that's always fun, especially, you know, this past <laughs> summer. It's a great idea. So uh, what do you guys do during the week? Uh, we're both plumbers, basically. How can you be a plumber, basically? Either you're a plumber or you're not a plumber. Are you a para-plumber, like paralegals? No, just, just yeah, we're plumbers, obviously, but... What, well, so be, be proud. Plumbers make really good money. Yeah, we can, yeah. We can, okay. That indicates maybe your practice isn't that good. And listen, we people laugh about plumbers, but without plumbers... Think about what our homes would be like. Yeah, your is my bread and butter, so. Wow, that's, uh, that is so evocative and visual. <laughs> all right, right bye bye. I run their call to show you that even though a lot of the calls are kind of wacky or really informative, some of them are neither. 
And with the bar set that low, there's no reason for you not to try to call. All right, let's get on with the All-Star All-Night Show. Ed the Sock here for the next five hours. Dig in. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, The All Night Show, Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Hey, Ed, it's Blanca. Do you miss me? Blanca, yes, I've missed you terribly. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I did email you, but I don't know if you got it or not. I, I did, and you got a new job, and that's great. Yes, I got a new job. I'm in uh, West Virginia right now. I'm headed towards North Carolina. So. Wow. Now you deliver car parts. Now is that what you're doing? Yes, I'm delivering auto parts in a in a Sprinter van, so I could be delivering anywhere in the, in the states. Uh, so far, I've been to Kansas and uh, North Carolina and Indiana and, and uh, all the places, and, and of course home, like you know uh, Cambridge and and uh, all that stuff. So I've been all over the place delivering auto parts. Now, do you prefer it to delivering condoms and, and big Turks to people at home? Actually, funny enough, I kind of miss the Uber. Just uh, So I love, the reason I took this job is I love road trips, love road trips. But it gets, um, traveling alone at this, this length of time is, is really tough. You know, it's tough to stay awake and stay alert. So I got to give credit to all these truck drivers out there that do it day after day, year after year. You know, like that's a, um, it's got to really take its toll, right? So I've, in only in the three weeks I've done it, I've noticed because once you get tired, it's hard to get out of that, you know? Whereas um, when I was delivering Uber and stuff, you're in and out of the car constantly, you know, so you're fresh and... Got the blood pumping. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I've uh, downloaded books to try and keep my sanity and try and keep alert, you know? Oh, listen, I know all about it. I got nothing like I got nothing on you, uh, but my drive to and from the station every night is an hour each way or more, and uh, I, uh, I listen to these things too. I listen to podcasts. I've been listening to this old-time radio show about a private eye. Don't ever do this. Don't ever listen to a podcast that in any way is about unsolved uh, murders or unsolved anything because you get right into the story and then there's no conclusion and you realize right yeah it's right it's unsolved why did i listen to this in the first there's no conclusion exactly so do you stop at truck stops yes yes so i i sleep at uh, truck stops as well and which i feel really safe there because there's so many others you know do you sleep in, like, are there hotels there, or are you sleeping in the van? No, in the van. So uh, the guy that owns my van, um, he's an owner-operator, he set up a bed, and it's actually quite comfortable. It's got a nice, comfortable mattress on it. Now, uh, you're in the mountains. Have you heard anybody playing banjo? <laughs> uh, not yet, no. <laughs> if you do, no, if you do, run. <laughs> yeah. So, um, can I play a song for you? Um, yes. Uh, right now I'm listening to Nikki Six's book, Hero and Diaries. Yes. And I want um, my funeral song to be uh, 6 a.m. Life is Beautiful. So, uh, on the theme of funeral songs, let's, uh, let's go. If you have, I'm assuming you have Life is Beautiful by 6 a.m. We do, we do, we do. Yay! Okay, can we play that? How are you hearing the show? 
so I um, I did uh, put the app on my on this phone that I have. It's a different phone, um, and I put the app on this phone. However, I, I'm not uh, um, I'm not a huge fan of listening to, on the phone because it's, it's the sound is not the greatest. Yeah. So funny thing is, I found this little cubby hole and I put my phone in there, and it amplifies the sound, which is fantastic. But it makes the phone hot, I guess, because of the yeah. limited area, and the battery feels hot. I'm like, that's probably not good. So I, I am listening to you on the app, um, and uh, so that's yeah. You're Excellent. still you're helping pass the time, which now I'm because rather than trying to search for stations out here um, when I'm not listening to my book, I will be listening to you. Now that I figured out how to do it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad. I was kind of sad that. Uh... You were you were gone. Now you're listening to Nikki Six's book. Yes, Heroin Diaries. Now I went to Nikki Six's house to do an interview with his wife, who was a Baywatch uh, right. beauty, was wife at the time. Um, right. The drive up to his drive, it was a, this on a hill, and the the driveway was winding all the but like with sharp angles, and. The we were me and the camera guy were both crapping our pants. We were sure we were gonna go over the side. Like it was like this crooked really? thing, like a cartoon going up to like a, a castle. And we're doing the interview. We you go in there. I don't know what you expect from Nikki Six's house. It is the most suburban thing. There were uh, Fisher Price toys all over the place from his kids. And really? when uh, his wife said to us, would you like something to drink or whatever? Would you, you know, would you like a Coke or something? And of course we had to make sure he's, they said a Coke, cause it was Nikki Six's. And <laughs> we, we said, yeah, sure. So she yells out, Nikki, bring them some Cokes. So Nikki Six comes with a tray with Cokes in the can and, and glasses with ice. And he says, now, do you want it in the can, or would you like it in the glass with ice? And I was like, the, the can is the can is fine. And he gave it to us and, and went away. It's like, I just got served Mr. Belvedere style by Nikki Six. <laughs> That's awesome. That, is that in his book? Well, I just started, so it's not in his book yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, all right. That's... Um... I wonder well, if that was know, an important was in... moment in his life. <laughs> we will see. I will let you know. Well, All right. Just on that note, um, uh, Tommy Lee, when uh, when they played their uh, uh, air quotes last show, um, we went to, oh, crap, I forget the name of the bar. Anyway, a bar after. And Tommy Lee and um, uh, the mouse guy, um, uh, Dead Mouse, they were playing at the bar that we went to, and Tommy Lee was feeding everybody Jaeger, and I got a shot of Jaeger straight out of the bottle from Tommy Lee. Well, uh, Tommy Lee, well, I, I, one of the interviews I did with him, he grabbed me and had his arm, his hand around me, and I said, Tommy, does that feel familiar? <laughs> and uh, he understood the laugh. Uh, okay, I'll let you go. Say, be safe on the road. Keep calling. Okay, will do. Thank right. you very much. Nice talking to you again. Nice talking to you, too. Okay, bye-bye. The All Night Show at the Sock here. Who this? It's Vicky Vale. Hey, what's up tonight? Oh, I'm drunk. You're drunk, so you're not working. No, I'm not working. So what does <laughs> what does Vicky Vale, the uh, exotic dancer extraordinaire, do on her night off? 
Honestly, I'm real ugly right now in tracks. And I drank a bunch of liquor with my uh, one of my friends up in Vaughn. She lives up in Vaughn, so. So that's it. So, like, people expect that if you're a, a stripper, your time off is probably, like, a bacchanalia, some kind of scene from Caligula. But, in fact, you went to a friend's house in Vaughn wearing sweats and got drunk. Oh, drunk as f***. All right. Very good. But I got a story about this girl, though. Oh, okay. I'd love to hear it. Okay, so we had this, she used to work with me when I worked in 905, and we had this customer, right? And he was like this, like, 96-year-old old man, but he was, like, rich as fuck. So he paid her to hang out with him, and then she invited me, so, like, no, you know, no went on. Right. And I did not have a license at this time, and he paid me 300 bucks to drive his Mercedes to the bank. Why didn't he drive? Oh, he was like an old man and drunk. Oh. I mean, I crashed his Mercedes. Oh, no. Into what? Uh, <laughs> into a stop, like a stoplight pole. Into a stoplight pole. I didn't know how to drive. What was the repercussions for that? Um, Nothing. I kind of panicked then, and then I just reversed and drove to the bank and then, like, drove back. And what did he say about his car being wrecked? He didn't remember. <laughs> how bad was the damage? <laughs> Um, so it was like a brand new Mercedes. It was a whole, like, like the driver's side, uh, headlight. You know what? When you let a stranger who doesn't have a driver's license drive your car, whatever you get, that's on you, dude. Right? I mean, there's lots of strangers that let me drive their cars. Lots of strangers who let you drive their cars? Yeah. What's the reasoning? They're just drunk. I think they want to smell the seat. I, it must be. It must be. And that's... Disturbing. You always have good. <laughs> you always have good stories for us, uh, Vicky. I know. So, can I play a song for you? Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know that's the song I want to be singing at my funeral. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Okay, like maybe we'll get like a church choir to do a version. No, no, no. See, I'm gonna tell everyone it's my death wish. Maybe they'll play it on uh, bagpipes. No, no, I want everyone to sing it. Oh, you want everyone to sing it? Yeah. You're going to have to separate the people into the different vocal groups, though. No, no, it just, it doesn't matter. I just, and I'm going to make the guy, like a friend of mine, a real close friend, hates that song. So I'm going to make him start it off as a death wish. So he can't say no, right? You got to find somebody with a high voice to do the Galileos. (laughs) I just want everyone to do it because you can't not smile singing that, you know? Well, actually, yeah, you can not smile singing that. I can think of many things that I could be forced to do that singing that song would not make me happy. But... I understand your underlying point. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'll play that for you, Vicky. Okay, thank you. Call again. I will. Okay, bye-bye. Ninety-four-nine, The Rock, The All Night Show. Ed the Sock here. Who this? How you doing, Ed? It's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How you been? Ah, pretty good. Pretty neat. Can't complain. Excellent. Good to hear from you again. Yeah, absolutely. So what's on your mind tonight, Ryan? I had a question for you about Nardwar, the human serviette. Did you ever work with him? How, do you, you know him? Do you still keep up? Any sort of stories in, involved with him? I can answer all those questions with one answer. No. <laughs> I, okay. I, I never actually met him because he's out on the West Coast. I don't keep in touch with him. He did ask me to do his radio show a, a bunch of years ago, which was a strange experience. I... 
I'm not sure what equipment they were using to do the show, but um, I did his show on the condition that he would do an interview with me for a podcast. And then when I contacted him for the interview, he just blew me off. And uh, I know nothing about him really other than he's got a huge following online, but he doesn't, mon- at least last time I checked, he didn't monetize it. But he's a different character, man. Yeah, I, I know, know he's a different character, but there's the one thing that I always found about him was his interviews and his research for his interviews were incredible. Well, I know he did, a, yeah, he did a lot of research. See, he and I, we both did non-traditional, pretty memorable interviews with some big names, but the difference is he did a lot of research. I did none. <laughs> I didn't care. I just went in and talked to them. I had the most basic cursory knowledge of who these people were. Some bands, I uh, made them wear name tag stickers because it wasn't worth my time to memorize who they were. Well, especially, I think, during some of those times, the amount of people you would go through, I mean, it would be very difficult, I would think, to, to, to bother to remember everybody. Yeah, listen, I didn't want to bother to remember them during the five minutes of the interview. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, Nardwar, credit to him. He does do a lot of research. And there's this show on, I think it's Amazon Prime called Louder Milk. It's a comedy drama. More, it's more of a comedy. It's, it's a great show. Is all I can tell you. It's a great show. It's about a guy who was a rock reporter who uh, was an addict who hit rock bottom. Now he is a uh, addiction counselor for this odd group of people. It's a great show, but it's shy. it was shot in Vancouver, and every time they go into the record store, someone must be a huge Nardwar fan because there was always either a poster or one of his albums very clearly in the background of every shot. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, it's, I'm like, hey, great. Uh, but then I think about the fact that he didn't uh, honor our agreement, and I'm like, F- you, Nardwar. <laughs> Whatever. Let him be healthy. Yeah, any other questions? No, that was uh that was that was it. I was just at work tonight and I was thinking and somebody brought up Nardwar and I was talking about a couple of the interviews that I remember him doing and uh yeah, I thought why not ask Ed the sock? I'm uh, I keep meaning I'm probably gonna do like a crowdfund to raise a couple thousand bucks to buy the equipment so that I can digitize the uh, probably couple hundred hours I have of me on much music that are on tape. Oh, wow, you have all that, eh? Yeah, I kept it all, but it's on tape, and I have to digitize it. And the machine that I had that I did it with, it uh, broke. I mean, I've got the big old players, tape players, that most people don't have. I've got yeah. those, and one of them needs repair. But yeah, I may do, like, a crowdfund for it. Who knows? Um, but I'd like to get all that stuff digitized and get it online. Okay, uh, <laughs> have a great weekend, man, and keep in touch. Okay, take care. All right, bye-bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show, Ed the Sock here. Who it is? It's Brandon. Brandon, how you doing, man? Oh, good and kind of uh, disappointed. I really wanted to go see the uh, Rob Zombie uh, Alice Cooper concert, but unfortunately, I had to work, so I missed out on it. Oh well. Alice is getting up there in age. Like I don't think I'll ever be able to get a chance to see him again. I. Uh... I got to meet him at uh, the Much Music Video Awards one year. We were uh, we did a, th- a throw together uh, to uh, to another part of the show. He was actually a very chill guy. Yeah, he seems like that. He's just a really interesting guy, and I really wish I could have seen him perform because 
who knows how much time he has left. <laughs> well, you know what? These are what we call first world problems. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what else is new? Oh, nothing much, man. Just uh, my, my shift switched, so I'm finishing much later at night. But uh, I'm happy I still get to uh, drive home and listen to you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Did you hear that Triple T has now taken up your crusade about the Walk of Fame? Oh, that's good. That, that's amazing. Yeah, you two may have to work together because I, I don't even know if I want to be on the damn Walk of Fame. It's, <laughs> it, it's so derivative and embarrassing that we copied something so that Hollywood is so famous for. And so it would be like building a Statue of Liberty in the harbor. It's like, what, can we not do something original, please? Well, think about it this way, though. If, I don't know why you're not on it, because if the Hollywood Walk of Fame has Godzilla and the Muppets, well, we the can Hollywood have you. Walk, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is the real Walk of Fame uh, that celebrates a real movie and television industry, as opposed to the monkey business that goes on here, which may as well be a, uh, I mean, compared to the U.S., this is like a local theater group putting on a show in the barn. Like, it's just, this is, there's no industry, Canadian TV industry, no industry. The only reason, the only reason that they make TV in this country is because they have to. If if they weren't forced to make television in this country, so in order for them to be able to to run American shows, they'd be out of that business in us. Like they, you would see their smoke outline, like when the Roadrunner runs away. Like they they don't give a rat's ass about Canadian culture or employing Canadian artists. They just do it because they have to. And you know what? The quality of what they put out, it shows. When you're doing something <laughs> under duress, you don't put your best effort into it. <laughs> we still want you on it, though, buddy. Listen, if you want me, you guys go ahead and do it. But uh, I, 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 I am completely agnostic about it. You know that uh, I want the ban on uh, puppets lifted because, A, uh, it's uh, racially biased, ethnically biased, and B, I want Casey and Finnegan to be there. We'll see what we can do. All right, you do you do your best, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ed. You have a great okay, night. Okay, you too, Brandon. Bye bye. Ninety four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. Ed the Sock here. Who it is? Hey, Ed, it's Bill. How you doing, Bill? Oh, buddy, I got a story for you that happened yesterday. Oh, okay. So this is what happened at the waste transfer station? Yeah, this is this is epic because it involves not just one but two people puking and not me being one of them. All right, let's hear it. All right, so the Skelos calls out the, the stinky trucks here, and then everyone starts freaking out. It's the chicken load. Okay. So it's, so it's just these bags that had raw chickens in it, and now it's just rotten chicken juice and bags. Okay. So now I watch the guy, I'm in a loader, and I'm in a loader that's missing a window, so I have no smell barrier now. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm now watching this driver back up, opens the door, I now watch him puke his guts up, I start laughing, but then the smell hits me, and then I puke my guts up, all right there on the floor. And, like, I'm hanging out the loader, and the smell is just, that, that was the worst thing in the world. Everyone's running, and it was just, 
What do you just do? horrible. What do you do when that happens? I mean, it's it's the smell <laughs> overwhelmed you. How do you how do you process that? Oh, I don't think I'm eating chicken for at least a month. <laughs> I'm only a month. <laughs> the difference, Bill, is that the chicken you eat is cooked. So I guess it's been the chickens have been defeathered, and now they're going to the processing plant to be put into like legs and breasts and stuff. So it's just the slime off them, like the. Uh, I'm sorry <laughs> I asked. Nothing like chi- <laughs> not, nothing like chicken sludge. Do you have to clean up your puke? No, I made it outside the loader, so it's on the outside. <laughs> All right. I didn't know what the etiquette <laughs> was for puke uh, at the uh, transfer yeah. station. That that's a foul story. Yeah, I had I was couldn't wait. I was the whole ride home. I was like, I can't wait to phone Ed to tell him this one. Oh, yeah, and we <laughs> completely missed the bad pun. <laughs> All right. Once again, I salute you and your compatriots because someone has to take care of that, and I'm sure as hell glad it ain't me. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Thanks, Bill. Bin Boss Bill. Talk to you soon. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, The All Night Show. Ed the sock here. Who it is? Oh my God! I know you know who this is. Vicky. Yes. Just do a quick, like, just a quick f- you to Kevin for being a d- right now. Okay. What's wrong? Why is Kevin being so bad? I don't know. He's just being rude. Well, let me talk to him. <laughs> okay, one second. Hey, babe. There's someone on the phone for you. Someone on the phone. Kevin. What up? I understand What's you're going being, on, Ed? I understand you're being something of a jerk tonight. Why is that, brother? That's this is what Vicky told me that you're being a jerk. Oh yeah. Uh, this is a this is news to you. You know what, I, I, Ed man, like I've you know what I've been an Ed the Sock supporter for so long. You know what I mean? And Vicky didn't even know who you were. This is a little hurtful to me right now. I'm not saying I- that she is right. I'm saying this is what I have been told. I'm trying to do some couples therapy here with you. Ed, listen, I appreciate the couples therapy. I got my girlfriend just, my girlfriend, Vicky, she uh, just got back from Toronto. She just rolled in. We're all playing cards by a campfire. And she's obviously disrupting the time as she does. But, uh, I mean, if, if you want to hear a couple stories about uh, Vicky, I, I have a few stories I'm sure you would love to hear, bro. Well, maybe so that I can understand your side of the relationship dynamic, you should tell me one. I don't. I don't really know. Have you ever heard about the one where she super glued her eyes shut? Or <laughs> where would I have heard that? Well, I don't know. She always tells me that she's going to tell you. Or how about the time when uh, I used to run the bar where she drank and she came in. She had fallen on the ice. She was so drunk she couldn't wear her shoes and she had to wear a plastic bag around the bar while I followed her and put her on TikTok and it went viral. Well, that was very sweet of you to show concern by shooting her for TikTok and making a spectacle of her. Hey, Ed, I don't know if you heard, brother, but she's a stripper. That's what she does is make a spectacle of her, brother. Yeah, okay, professionally when she's on the clock. She makes a spectacle of herself. You've never met Sarah, bro. She's always on the clock, dog. All right. And you're saying there's some friction tonight because you guys are playing cards and she's disrupting? Oh, no, there's no friction, I can assure you. It's all good for sure. I'm just looking at her right now. She's actually laughing her ass off, which is better than, I mean, you know, 
bouncing her ass off for a change, so she's having a good day. All right, I mean, she, Kevin, she called me very distressed. Yeah, she said you're being a jerk to sum it up. Oh, Ed, I'm just going to tell you right now, brother, I'm just a classier woman than like a classier woman. <laughs> Yo, not that there's anything wrong with that. But, um, no, in all honesty, I'm just going to bite my tongue on that one. I mean, Vicky talks to who Vicky needs to talk to. What the hell? All right. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I helped here tonight or not, but... Um... I can assure you, I can assure you, Ed, even though you tried, there's no help for this, brother. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. Can I talk to All Vicky? All right. Let me pass you back to Vicky. All right. As many people do. Uh, oh. <laughs> Vicky? Yes? What's going on there? Is he, he, said he denies everything. But, I mean, no face, no case. No face, no case? I'm not no aware body. of that legal that legal uh, practice. You know, no body, no murder. Oh. <laughs> All right. Vicky, I don't know what the hell just went on here, but thank you for calling. Me neither, yo. Oh. Me neither. Uh, you, have a, you have a good night. <laughs> I'll try. Bye. Ninety four nine The Rock, the All Night Show. Ed the Sock here. Who it is? You know who it is. I have no idea who it is. That's Chuck. Goddammit. Hello, Chuck. Goddamn. Why do you think? You know how many calls I get in a night. You think I'm gonna remember your voice? Yes. All right. Well, you obviously have an inflated sense of your importance, but so what? <laughs> so what's going on there, Chuck? You're driving to Sudbury? Oh, uh, I'm just leaving. So yeah, I'm not going to Sudbury today, though. Oh, where are you going? What what uh, foreign locale are you going to? Well, I'm going to go to Elora. Oh! Yeah. Are you going to visit the gorge? No, I want to, but I just unfortunately don't have time. I just got to go and... I go to a place called Windmill. It's out of, way, out of, way out of the way, but, you know, it is what it is. So then I go from there, I go to uh, Guelph, and then I hit Kitchener, and then I go to London... And then it goes south of the, uh, the 401 somewhere, I think somewhere around Cayuga. And then go to Cambridge, and then that'll be my day. Well, it's uh, that's quite a tour you have. Do you ever have a T-shirt made with all the stops on it? I should. That's actually a really good idea. No, it's a terrible idea. Um, so what's up tonight, Chuck? Well, you know, I, I, I did pretty good with my joke last night, so I thought maybe I'll uh, have good luck with this joke. All right, let's give it a shot. Uh, what did the horse say when it fell over? What did, oh no, what did the horse say when it fell over? Help me, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh. You know, it's a uh, little late in the evening for me to have to absorb that one. Uh, no, no, not good. All right, let's let's just pretend that didn't happen. You're a good man, Ed. You're a good man. Or should I say, good sock? Whatever. Ed, you're a good sock. Say whatever you want, <laughs> but say it to yourself because I gotta go. Okay, bye. Ninety-four nine, The Rock, the All Night Show. Ed, the sock here. Who it is? It's Rob. Ed, how are you tonight? I'm good, Rob. What's new with you? Long time listener, first time caller. You're doing a great job, Ed. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, welcome to the nighttime neighborhood. Yeah. No, I. Uh, just getting up to milk some cows, so I was listening to your last hour of the show and uh, find it entertaining. Milk some cows. Milk some cows, Ed. Yeah. How many? Uh, sixty. Wait, sixty? Yeah. Do you do them by I don't hand? Do it by... No. Oh, <laughs> all right. it's like 
You better be, you'll be there all day. No, no, no. There's a machine involved. It takes about an hour and a half, so. All right, and this isn't one of those machines that uh, causes their teats to swell and stuff, is it? No, no, no. Everything is, uh, everything's good with uh, how the machine works. That would be uh, counterproductive, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I imagine. Ooh. I just, I don't mind, yeah. uh, you know, animals. I just, I want to always make sure that they're being handled humanely, you know? Oh, yeah, very humanely. So, it all, uh, if we didn't handle them humanely, then uh, we wouldn't be able to survive as an industry, right? See, that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're your investment. Exactly, yep. So you're a dairy farm. That's correct, yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, just north of the dairy schwa. <laughs> just north, all right. And have you been a farmer uh, forever? Yipper, I was born here, uh, raised on this farm, same as my parents. They were both farmers, well, five, six, seven generations of farmers. So, Did you ever have any interest in pursuing something else? No, I never did. <laughs> never, huh? All never, right. What about, never, do you have siblings? Yeah, I have uh, three siblings, and they were never really interested in farming. So, so you're the one carrying have, on the tradition. Yeah, I have three kids, and there's only one of them that uh, is interested in farming. Well, that's and, all it takes, uh, right? Always glad to talk to some hardworking farmers. You put food and uh, and, and drink uh, on our tables. So uh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you, Ed. And now, have you been and hit you... by uh, supplier cost increases since the pandemic? Has that affected you, too? Yeah, it's affected everybody. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. So. Where, How has it affected you specifically? Well, the price of diesel, for one. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. It, Double it doubled there for a while. It's back down to a better price now, but it's still higher than it was pre-pandemic. So uh, that's one thing. So as soon as you add that in, then everybody else's uh, costs go up, right? All of our suppliers' costs go up. So then they got to charge that to us, and then we got to charge it through the supply chain down to the grocery store. So yeah, that's this what is, happens. This is what a lot of people I think don't understand is that grocery stores. Despite what politicians grandstanding want to tell you, grocery stores have not really increased the profit margin on the groceries they, they sell. It's just that the supply costs have gone up all the way along the chain. So uh, right. while the stuff is more expensive, it isn't because they're making more profit off of it. It's because it costs them more to put it out. Yep. Yeah. No, it all has to get passed along. That's for sure. Yeah. Or else we don't survive. Yeah. Or else you know, you're right. Um, well, nice to yeah. talk to you. Thanks, Ed. Say hi to the cows. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. This is Ed the Sock. Welcome back to the All Star All Night Show. The best calls of the week. All right, and that's it for the All Star All Night Show. I am Ed the Sock. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, well. Take your ticket stub to the station and we'll give you a full refund for what you paid. Don't forget to listen to me when I'm live, Monday to Friday, midnight to 5 a.m., where I take not only your calls, but your requests for songs. We are the only show within listening distance where we take, that still takes live music requests. Doesn't mean I'm always going to play what you want, because A, we may not have it in our computer, and B, I might not like the song. But we'll at least have a conversation about it. So if you're at work and ending your day now, go home, get some sleep, 
wake up, take a shower, have breakfast, do whatever order you want, and enjoy the rest of your day. And if your day is just beginning, well, cock-a-doodle-doo to you.